Welcome to episode 62 of the Catching Up Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Connor Kaysen. Every week, I'm joined with my co-host, Nick Hughes. And I apologize for some of the noise disturbance in this episode. Nick is currently in New York City. And if you've ever been there, it's it's nearly impossible to find a place to be quiet. So there is a little bit of background, background noise coming from his end. Um, but this week, we are talking about some companies that we saw present last night at Founders Live Seattle and Founders Live New York. And we're talking about their pitches and why they were good and why they became the winners. Nick also has a uh, big announcement that he makes here at the end of the show about his company and some of the initiatives they are doing to uh, make their company more inclusive and add to the diversity of Founders Live. So hope you enjoy the show. Thank you always for listening. If you have any questions or any topics or you want to hear from us at all, Please reach out to us and enjoy the show. Nick, good morning. Welcome back to the show. How you Connor, doing what's up, man? Can you pretty good? How are you? Uh, I am fantastic. What are you up to? Uh, well, you're gonna get the real New York experience on this call, man. <laughs> <laughs> you walking through the streets sit- right now? Uh, I'm sitting in a park. Uh, Dude, it's, you know, New York is crazy. I mean, obviously being on the road, I've been on the road for a while, but like, I feel like I've, I've struggled a little bit, just like trying to even find space to do calls like this. Like I just did a podcast call uh, two hours ago and like, because I'm on the road and, you know, even just trying to find, okay, where's a quiet space where I'm going to actually take a call? Like it's hard. Right. And like, I'm now sitting outside because like, I have to be somewhere next hour and it's just weird like the, the timing of it, the, you know, calendaring where you're going to be. And I just rode an hour and five minutes on the subway. So yeah, it's a bit tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember being in that city when, uh, last year when we were doing the show and I was kind of running a little late and, and I had the same issue. It's like, there's nowhere that you can find that's quiet. Like I've, I've done the show so many times here in Seattle and yeah, there's some street noise. I remember there was one episode where there was just constantly planes flying over, and I couldn't I couldn't escape the noise of the planes. Uh, but yeah, New York City, like there's so many people and so much going on that it's impossible to avoid. Yeah. And so, not- but how how's your week going? I know you went to Founders Live New York last night. I was at Founders Live Seattle. But uh, how did the event in New York go? Nice. Yeah. Um- it was, it was good, dude. Like we were at, we actually were also at Spaces uh, in in New York, which was great. Shout out to them. Um, we, you know, had a decent crowd. Uh, we actually got a pretty late start, just even planning the event. So, you know, there was about probably fifty people there, and it was good. But um, yeah, we had a really great time. Uh, I'll definitely talk about the winner and and you know one of the things that popped out at me. But I want to hear real quick. Like, so you were at the Seattle one, and how was that? Yeah, it was great. Uh, the Spaces venue here in Seattle is beautiful. What mm-hmm. a unique space that they've got created there. And I had no clue that was even there. It's kind of hidden. And so you don't, you can't see it from the street, really. And when you enter, it looks kind of like a small room. But then it just goes up forever. And so there's <laughs> yeah. so many, like, little places to go and hide and work. Uh, and I like, I really like how they had the setup. They had the VIP section that sat above everyone else that they had margaritas and tacos for. 
Um, and then that look down kind of on the stage there. And, and yeah, definitely not the biggest event that I've seen, but I, I think there was relatively good attendance. Good, good. And then uh, there was this is the first time I've ever seen at Founders Live a company didn't show up. Um, yeah. And and I've actually now I mean how how many dozens and dozens of of these events that I've gone to I've never seen a company not show up. Uh, so that was kind of surprising. Uh, hopefully, well, they, hopefully they had a good reason. Yeah. Well, there's a story behind that, and I'm, I'm I don't think it's it's worth sharing here. But um, they, I mean, it wasn't like they just didn't show up. They dropped out. And um, I was not happy with that. Yeah. And we'll just le- leave it at that. But uh, yeah. So yeah. Well, I oh. relationship with them. So I mean, yeah. I just kind of uh, a few of us that I was there talking with, watching watching the presentation, was kind of like that's it, it feels a little unprofessional. Uh, maybe they had a good reason, but the the immediate answer was like, oh, they must be shutting down. <laughs> like, <laughs> When it comes right. to startups, that's kind of a good answer. But I, I'm sure that isn't the answer. But that was yeah. kind of what uh, uh, me and some people who didn't have a clue what was going on were thinking. But the event was super good. There was one person. The person who won had a phenomenal pitch. Um, I haven't seen very many other presenters come up there and sound that polished, that organized. Uh, it was like he'd answered the questions that people had asked Many, many, many times. Yeah, uh, he was very direct, um, and that that company was called QNo, uh, which is a learning management system uh, piece of software to help HR companies, or HR companies, companies in general, uh, through email send question and answers to the employees so they can keep reiterating uh, different information that's important, whether it's HR related or product information. Uh, and yeah, he was just very concise and well prepared and I, I was very impressed he got my vote awesome great and that's chandler right i think that was uh, no i think it was, i think it was alex oh alex yeah okay sorry alex um awesome well great to hear on that and um yeah very interesting product um you 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 mentioned that he was i mean what sort of what about the pitch you just felt like he was just dialed in and like very polished yeah, he, he clearly had practice. I mean, his pitch was, like, right on 99 seconds. He, it, We didn't get to see a ton of, like, what the product was, but obviously that's difficult in 99 seconds. But when he was answering the questions, uh, it, it's interesting because his software is a question-answer software. So mm-hmm. my expectation should already be pretty high. Uh, just saying, oh, like, he's a question-answer company. He should be good at the Q and A part, and yeah, he just he just knew the answers. He knew it, exactly what he was talking about. He had uh, whether it was practice or heard a lot of those questions from investors before, and they were just uh, I mean, no no one felt like they needed a follow up. Like he didn't answer the question. He came in and uh, every time he answered, I was nodding my head. I was like, hey, that was a good answer. Um, and I think that's why he won. He was just very prepared and polished and maybe he wasn't the most sexy of products he probably definitely wasn't the most sexy actually i'm looking at the other three presenters they uh if we would all voted before the presentations the other three products definitely would have gotten more votes but he was just so organized and for the first person i always say when the first person who presents wins i think that's really impressive because there's the recency bias uh, yeah. seeing the other three presentations that went last. So I'm always even more impressed when the first person who pitches wins. 
Yeah. That's awesome, dude. And so what about uh, you? In New York, what did you see? Anything that uh, caught your attention? Well, yeah. So the winner uh, – so we had a great event, and um, I, I was delightfully impressed um, with the pitches. And, you know, when you have another city that isn't doing as much pitch coaching, uh, you don't necessarily know exactly the quality of the pitches, you know. And the people are great, but you just don't know if they're going to be practiced and polished. And all these were, uh, all five of ours were, were very, very, very good. And um, the winner is Meat Hook, M-E-E-T Hook. Okay. And, and his name's Anthony. And so Anthony gets up there and uh, he tells a story of like, he actually used to be a drummer and, or, I mean, he still is, but he used to be a musician more full time. And um, in the, in the industry, it's just like really hard to make a living and we're talking about even uh, artists that are you know there may be like that second tier that's not exactly making the millions of dollars um and so you know you know drummers that have played with like you know michael jackson and you know uh people that essentially are musicians he's created a system to basically can like people can connect it's a marketplace where you can connect and basically have a call with um, he's starting with musicians for them to educate you. So like, Hey, if you want to like learn drums and you can go on and actually connect with various people that are like, Hey, you know, pay me like, here's the hourly rate. You can, we can meet online and it's like a, a video chat and you can book time with these people to, you know, learn a skill or a trade. And let's say it's, it's a drummer you know, they can basically, you can do lessons on there or whatever. Or like, he was like, dude, like there's people that are like toured with various artists and musicians that then just tell stories. So people yeah. can like book, book time to like hear their stories and like how they like tour, toured and traveled. But it's really interesting. And, you know, what he's doing is creating this like new way for them to earn a living at, through their profession, basically educating teaching and entertaining and uh he basically just walked up and he didn't even have any slides and he just had the background and he just like laid down the pitch it was very good um you know he the, he just anthony did a very good job and so um yeah he got he, he won you know and it, you're the, it's the same thing where it's like if people voted before maybe maybe not would the results be the same but it's always based on the presence and the delivery of that pitch if it's right in the right timeline and bam then you know then you actually have a different way to judge who you thought was the best yeah i totally agree it's really interesting that yeah the the best product or uh the one that has the most opportunity or that's going to grow the most i remember one year or one founders live there was a company and they were just coming off raising a huge angel round they had raised like four hundred thousand dollars or something like that and they're they're flying high and they came in and pitched and then they didn't win and it was kind of like this like reality check it was like oh this this founders live we're not here to vote because you raised a bunch of money right we're here to vote uh for the overall presentation and and things that we're interested in and did you capture our attention in the 99 seconds it's not always the the sexiest product that wins oh yeah totally it you know last night after you know, people were like do you do you, do you know during the event do you pretty much know who's gonna win and i say hey you know 
the majority of the time, like, yeah, when I'm at these events, like, I can just, like, sense it. I'm like, okay, there's confidence there. They delivered a great pitch. But last night, the one that I thought was going to win didn't. So that was interesting. Yeah, sometimes but, it catches you. Uh, so yeah. there's, there's a few other companies that presented last night that I wanted to talk about real quick. There was a company called Talk Socket. And mm-hmm. uh, and they got they got grilled with questions because what it is is uh, imagine like I, I mean I imagine it being on a pop socket, but it's it's an Alexa enabled device that attaches to your phone so you can take Alexa with you on the go, uh, <laughs> which has kind of been surprising with Amazon. I mean the, the original thing I wanted to talk about this week was all the products that Amazon launched this weekend if any of them are interesting to you but this i thought was interesting um as an opportunity but it's also something like either there's there's a very small chance that amazon's going to acquire them amazon's just going to build it themselves and so i think that's kind of the danger but it was interesting to have an alexa device that you could take with you on the go um there was also a piece of software that is called studentivity you there, dude? You still there? Connor, you still there? Still there, man? All right, we apologize there. I will take full responsibility for that drop-off here on the podcast. <laughs> I was uh, playing with my AirPods case, and I'm not yep. using my AirPods today. Um, I just got the new iPhone, so I was using the cord headphones just to see, and I opened up the AirPods case, and it connected the AirPods. And so I apologize. I'm putting those down, and I won't touch them. Uh, <laughs> but I apologize to all of you who uh, – we're looking forward to hearing that. Reach out to me if you want to hear more about. Uh, but, Nick, another thing that we learned, you guys made a big announcement at Founders Live uh, about some new initiatives. And probably right now is a great time to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, really excited. So, you know, the backstory real quick is obviously with our, you know, our core values and, uh, you know, our first core value is respect, authenticity. And, and really that's around inclusiveness and, and, and providing, you know, being authentic and including people. And, you know, over this year traveling, it's just become more apparent in the cities I'm in, as well as like, even things that are coming out of Seattle that, you know, the, the lack of inclusiveness and, or the challenges for either, you know, female founders or people of, um, you know, people of color or underrepresented communities, it's really starting to get to me how there is less opportunity for certain populations in the country and in the world. And you know what? Realizing that Founders Live is big enough now and we're growing and we're influential and it's time to start being more vocal about that and actually taking action. And so we have created our social impact mission and that is around entrepreneurial equality and entrepreneurial equity and what that means is it's kind of a multi-step approach of first learning 
Um, so as I travel and as I talk to uh, these communities and as I go into these cities, it's really about learning more about how they are, what they're experiencing and what they're needing. Number two is putting in place actions and really um, efforts to help communities and individuals that identify in that way. And, you know, look, a lot of this, I don't really know what it looks like, right? So it's hard to say, like, we're going to do this, this, and this. This is a multi-year, or if not forever, approach of, of putting in place our social mission to improve the opportunities for people around the world for entrepreneurship, no matter what they look like, what they identify as, and what their circumstances are. Uh, because quite frankly, if you think about it, you look, entrepreneurship is the answer. It, it allows anyone to go from where they are in terms of life and economics to a better place. But if they aren't afforded the opportunity to even do that, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. And, and I think like we can actually be vocal about it and we can actually start creating um, some impact around it. So that, that really is, is the announcement. And the other part of the announcement, which we haven't really touched on too much yet, but we're going to create actually a pledge and we're going to create a social impact pledge that we encourage other startups and entrepreneurs to create their own social impact. So it's not about what we're, you know, look, Founders Live has a focus on improving the entrepreneurial experience and opportunity for people everywhere. That's our social mission. Yeah. But the question is, what is yours? And, and this is why I'll give a shout out to uh, Catalyst where Jonathan uh, stepped up there and uh, Jonathan Buell, uh, he, him and his uh, co-founder Joe uh, really brought this to my attention and we've partnered on this. And I love the idea of like, look, it's not just about Founders Live and what we want to accomplish, but we want to inspire startups and companies to embrace a social impact mission of their own. And so we're going to have a pledge and we're going to actually make this more of a, a part of Founders Live. What is important to your company and what are you guys doing about that? So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Um, I think that's just so important. It was interesting actually yesterday uh, at the event, what, after you made this announcement or, or played the video, I think you said like, look around and, and you probably would be surprised that it's not that diverse. And I actually looked around, and I was surprised how diverse it was. Awesome. Um, and especially when you think about the demographics in Seattle, uh, which are very white, I was impressed at the uh, diversity that was there between men and women. Uh, obviously, lots of different races represented. Uh, I thought it was really cool, and I was like, wow, actually, there is a good – there's decent representation as far as the ratio of people in Seattle goes. And so, uh, yeah, it looks like you're already making a, a good impact. And I think that's awesome. I'm excited to see kind of how this plays out and what kind of initiatives you roll out to, uh, you know, put, put this into practice. Well, and I think the big thing is, you know, I, I think what I've learned is we are at our, the place that we're at as a society, um, mostly because we are um, not acknowledging we might be talking about it but what are we doing about it and so these are uncomfortable conversations you know these are uncomfortable topics yeah but that's that's the only way that we will move forward and so i think this this is where it's me saying hey 
for Founders Live and our community all around the world, it's it. We're just now embracing uncomfortable conversations so that we can improve things. That's kind of that's the start of it. And you know, you look at like Female Founders Alliance; they're awesome and they're great. And like we, you know, work with them and we partner with them. And you know, a lot of other uh, I, I just point them out to say like, you know, there's 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 initiatives happening. It's not like founder like this is not like rocket science, but it is important to acknowledge that we are now embracing this and. I'm excited about it. So, we'll, we'll, you know, we're going to see what comes down the line over the next couple of years. But, you know, my first action is, as I go to these cities, it's starting to meet and talk to individuals and organizations that do represent uh, these communities so we can learn. Yeah. That's the first step. And, and you've already started taking that step but just by having the events uh, in Africa, South America. And I know yeah. you just uh, you launched Singapore as well. So Southeast Asia is on its way. Yeah, excited about it. Awesome. So, um, well, well, Nick, that brings us to the end of the show. What do you got going on this weekend? Yo, I'm my last weekend in New York. Um, I'm gonna go. I haven't seen the Statue of Liberty yet, so I was thinking about that, and I'm like, dude, like I gotta make sure that I, I gotta like go check it out. So I'm gonna try to check that out. Hopefully on Sunday, um, and I just gotta get some things in line, and then man, I jump on a plane to London on Tuesday. London. Oh man. All right. Well, let's sync up uh, maybe this weekend and figure out what the time difference is going to be so yeah. we can uh, figure out when we're going to do this call. For sure. Cool. Awesome, Nick. Well, enjoy your upcoming weekend. Have a wonderful time at the Statue of Liberty. Uh, go America. Go Founders yeah. Live. Uh, and I'll talk to you next week. All right. Peace.